The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello, everyone. Welcome. By some cosmic alchemical quirk, you have chosen once again to join us. And we are The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Jerry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Thanks for being here, gentlemen. You're welcome. Today, we are talking about the Violet Flame, one of our favorite all-time topics. And the title, if you happen to see the promo, was Revealed, Saint's Secret Technique to Eradicate Negative Karma. Whoa. It does a lot more than that, of course, as you probably surmise and we know. So we're going to be sharing that with you today. And let's start right out by talking about what is it about the violet flame that's so compelling? Well, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned the secret. And if we'd have kept this a secret, everybody would want to hear it. Um, and it was <laughs> a secret. I think that's, that's the key here. I mean, little, literally for millennia, it has been a secret because of the very potent power of the violet flame. And unfortunately, the power to misuse it if it's not used properly. But it's always safe if you know what you're doing and you always submit it to God. But it is a force, it is a power that can change energy, greater than nuclear energy, greater than nuclear fusion, anything in the planet, excuse me, on the, in the cosmos, really, mm-hmm. is this violet flame. And, of course, it's called violet because it takes the violet hue. It's the, it's the vibration of the, right. of the wave, so to speak. And that's why we call it the violet flame. It's the fire of God. I mean, how many times in the Bible is it referred to our God is a consuming fire? Mm-hmm. From the Old Testament and New Testament, yep. the Holy Spirit will baptize you with fire. So fire is the key, and an understanding of fire and how it manifests as violet fire can really change our lives. You know, and one of the things I think it's important here for context is that the violet flame is not the only high-frequency spiritual energy that we know of. Uh, for example, uh, the saints and sages of East and West, as we often say, uh, and from every spiritual discipline, have been able to ex- accelerate their, their, tran- their transcendence because they were able to harness these spiritual energies, of which the violet flame is chief, but we have other flames, as we well know, that there's the blue flame of power, the yellow flame of illumination, the pink flame of love. Flame of resurrection. Flame of resurrection, indeed. So what we're talking about here is something that all spiritual aspirants can utilize. This is a universal power. Like you said, it's cosmic. Yeah. You know, so I think we want to make sure it's clear that this is not the only flame we use, but it is definitely one of the most important because of all the things it does. Well, is it the, is it the, the very highest on the color spectrum before you go beyond what we can see? I think so, into ultraviolet, actually, okay. beyond that. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that I would agree with that. I think that from a cosmic point of view and from a vibrational point of view, it's about mm-hmm. the highest frequency. Okay. And, and I think, too, you look at it, well, there's all these flames. Why should I be focused on the violet flame? Well, it's because, look around, we're still here. <laughs> we're still in physical embodiment. 
We still have karma. Just pop my bubble, Sid. Yeah. You know, we're trying to get home to God. Well, how are we going to get there? I don't really want to wait another million years, to tell you the truth. Like, you know, the Hindus believe in reincarnation and karma, but they think it takes as long to balance that karma as it does to make it. Well, the incredibly exciting news about the violet flame is it can accelerate our karma balancing beyond what our consciousness can comprehend. This is a grace. It's a mercy. It's a gift from God under the sponsorship of St. Germain. But we have to understand it before we use it. And if we understand it, then we have to use it, or it doesn't do us any good like anything else. And Go ahead, Terry. Well, let me, let me just, some of our listeners might be thinking, well, is this something that just the Summit Lighthouse invented uh, and, and the, uh, the teachings of the Ascended Masters uh-huh. invented or whatever? Uh, but it's not. It's not new with us. I mean, people, people have seen the violet flame, saints and sages throughout the ages, uh, before it was released um, through the IM activity, I think to the to the in general the, public in the 1930s. Yeah. In the 1930s, uh, they had to they had to work very very hard spiritually in in order to begin to see the violet flame. Well, and I think we don't want to discount the power of it by virtue of the fact that we had this dispensation basically given to us as a gift. Yes, here it right. is. Use this tool. You know, it's not one that we had to necessarily earn in the same way that the ancient saints and sages did. So the masters felt as though we could be trusted with it at this time then. I'd like to think that. It was a calculated risk. And St. Germain, because he's the sponsor of it, had to pledge something. You know, when you go to the bank, you want a loan, you've got to pledge something if you don't pay back. Right. Well, it's interesting, but it works the same way in cosmic uh, life, so to speak, is they don't get an increment of light unless they pledge something, because if we misuse it, then St. Germain's going to be the loser. But But, you know, I always wondered why... Why did it take so long to get the violet flame? And the answer is because people on this planet have a habit of sinning and asking for forgiveness and getting it and going and sinning again. (laughs) And sinning being the misuse of energy, obviously. And so that's why the violet flame was never made public, because people would misuse it. They transmuted, then go back and sin again. So this is a calculated risk, if you will, on the part of the ascended hosts to release the violet flame this past now almost 100 years, to see how people would use it. And the reason they did it is because many of us should have been much further along in our karma balancing and our spiritual progress, and we weren't there. Yeah. Okay? So this is a grace. It's gift. It's mercy from God. And you can literally transmute not only the karma from this lifetime, but then you go back and start in your previous ones. Yes, right. indeed. Right. And, you know, we use the word secret. We didn't mean to be National Enquirer-esque here with that. <laughs> the fact is that it is a secret. How many of us knew about it before we actually discovered it through this, this particular practice? And, you know, who, who, who teaches it? Right. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very it's, limited. In it's terms very of, rare. Although how many, we've had many occasions where people have come to us and said, you know, I've seen the violet flame and I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know. In fact, I remember um, back in the days when we were doing this outreach program here and we were talking to people about the violet flame, many of them for the first time. And one person actually asked me, so, well, does it burn? I said, well, yes and no. It doesn't hurt. But it does burn away the karma, as you said, Sid. And that's one of the things that we want to make sure is clear, that the violet flame is a cleansing flame. It's a forgiving flame. It's a merciful flame. It's an acceleration flame. It does so many different things. And as you said, when you, when you get that karma, the present life pretty, pretty much burned up, then you go back and you start to get the backlog. Yeah. And, you know, God still requires us to experience a certain amount of our karma because that's how we learn our lessons. But, for instance, it might be burning your finger instead of having your house burned down. So it's a matter of degree. So you can mitigate to a great extent the physical manifestations of that karma. But I want to, if I could just, Tom, to say one thing here about the, you know, we think of this as being a spiritual fire, but it has physical manifestation. 
throughout our, our four lower bodies, our physical form and other bodies, you know, all this accumulated karma is, is there as debris, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It's a spiritual effluvia, you know, from our misqualified energy. When we invoke the fire of the flame, it literally consumes this and it opens up the spaces between our cells and electrons at a spiritual level, so they start to go faster. Mm-hmm. You accelerate in your being. Why do old people walk stooped over and, you know, very weak? Well, you could say it's because they're old. Well, what is it? It's accumulation of misqualified energy right. that keeps them from being vibrant and alive. So the, the, the violet flame is also a youth elixir because it transmutes those things that will cause accelerated aging. Yeah, you know, um, one of the things that we want to make sure is clear, too, is that just knowing the violet flame is there is not enough. You've got to learn how to use it. So one of the things that we do in our practice is what we call decrees, and you've heard us speak about this many times. These are dynamic vocal prayers that harness these spiritual energies. And a vital flame decree is a very, very powerful thing. During the course of today's show, we're going to actually have Elizabeth Clare Prophet demonstrating some simple vital flame decrees. So we want to stay tuned for that. We also have a free book offer on vital flame to heal body, mind, and soul, which we will uh, probably pitch in segment three. So please hang on for that. And I'm not closing the segment, but I want to make sure we, we get to the point okay. of saying that right. the violet flame, awareness of it, is not enough. It has to be used. Well, here's the criteria. When it was given to the planet, to, our, to, the, to the races of planet Earth. And who used, gave it to us, by the way? Well, cosmic councils. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's called the solar logi, which is a very high they're, level, I guess. They're beyond, high beings. Beyond my comprehension. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's a whole other subject, how organized cosmos is. But anyway... Um, <laughs> Part of the stipulation of the violet flame is because we all, we talked about this many times before, free will reigns supreme at this level of consciousness and existence. In other words, why are there so many bad things in the world? Because people are free will, and God allows people, you know, to go to a certain extent with their free will. So when we understand the violet flame, in order to get its benefit, we must, by free will, choose to use it. Yep. In other words, that's the stipulation. We have to make the commitment to give the time and the energy and the devotion to draw forth the violet flame into our worlds and um, to change things. So that's, you know, we've got to make our, do our part, too. It's there if we use it. How much time doing it would make a difference? You know, um, <laughs> do whatever you can. I mean, if you're sitting at a stoplight and you give... I am a being a violet fire and the purity God desire five times before the light change. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Um, we try and focus and do consecrated violet flame at least 15 minutes a day. I mean, we spend that brushing our teeth and combing our hair, right? <laughs> well, hair? <laughs> well, you used to do it anyway. Yeah, I, did, uh, I polish my skull now. You know, let, let me throw in something. I was talking to somebody just yesterday about a violet flame marathon that we did about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that there were, there were some people... On the, on the broadcast or the connection worldwide that had heard about the violet flame, but they didn't know that there was a violet flame decree. Yes. So that's very interesting. Well, you know, you, I'm glad you mentioned that because um, at, at one time we had over 1,500 people from 75 countries participating in this visual. Wow. And uh, this went from 2012, roughly the summer of 2012, through the uh, end of the year, through the end of December. Uh-huh. Um, we are going to be reinstating that visual. We're going to actually re reinvigorate it, refresh it sometime very soon. So please be paying attention for that because we'll, we'll make announcements as where you can tune in, give you a free uh, Vitaflame booklet so you can follow along if you want to on your own or with a group, whatever, oh, and also great. some free books. Yeah, You know, it brings up two points, I think, that are vital. One is when one person gives a Vitaflame, it's the power of one. Mm-hmm. When two people give the Vitaflame, it's the power of four. 
and so forth. So mm-hmm. when we get to these group decrees worldwide, you get a tremendous multiplication of the power of light. So that's point number one. And point number two is not only do you benefit personally from the violet flame, but the planet benefits. Indeed. I mean, the, we have individual karma. The planet has an intense karma. Just wow. look what happened in the 20th century, you know, the wars, the destruction, the genocide, what's going on today. So there's a heavy karma on this planet that beyond, is beyond our personal karma. It's mm-hmm. according to the cumulative personal karma. That also can be transmuted and mitigated uh, to a certain extent by these violet flame vigils and what we do. So it's a double whammy, so to speak. Not only do you get it personally, you can call it forth through your family, your city, your state, your nation, and for the planet. And you mentioned earlier that this was a dispensation, that the violet flame, the use of it, the awareness of it was granted to us. There are also dispensations that multiply the effect of the violet flame, too, that you can call upon. Anybody who does violet flame decrees can call for the dispensations that the ascended masters have granted to us to multiply by 10,000 times. 10,000 times 10,000. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's enormous. That's amazing. Now, that's a big number. <clears throat> yeah, it's 100 yeah. million. So, you know, you can see the power of this. Well, why, why is this? Why do the masters do this? Well, you know, they can't do it for us, but they have given us every tool conceivable if we will take advantage of it. And, you know, we have to do it, but look what they've given us. That's why a relatively few people can change an entire planet. And maybe when we get time a little later, we can talk about the violet planet and what happened on that planet. Let's do that on maybe segment three because we're we're coming to the end of this first segment. Again, it goes by so fast. And um, next segment, we're going to be hearing an interview with Elizabeth Clare Prophet on the violet flame. The history of the light of flame, uh, why is it a key to a positive future? Is this a religious concept or can anyone use it? So please stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few moments. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. 
Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thank you all for staying with us. What is the violet flame and what can it do for you? Here is Elizabeth Clare Prophet with the answer to that question. And our interviewer is Doug Kenyon. We've talked thus far a great deal about the evolving soul and what it is that the soul is destined for in terms of the Christ. But I think the question that's really important is how? How does the soul become the Christ? People have tried to get to God by many means. They have followed the path of yoga. They have followed the path of asceticism. And we hear the question, Canst thou by searching find out God? We find that we really do not have the faculties to experience God within our limited consciousness. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. The term kingdom uh, means consciousness when we read it esoterically in the Bible. So we have to find a point within ourselves which becomes that point of contact with the real. In other words, if God had not placed a portion of himself, a portion of the word, with us, to incarnate with us, we would not have an opening to find him. The opening, then, always begins with the flame of the spirit that is in our heart. We cannot find God by the intellect. We cannot find God by the emotions. We cannot find God by physical austerities, nor can we find him through the subconscious plane. Having exhausted these possibilities, we have to find God through God. Well, what is the essential nature of God? Moses said to the children of Israel, that which is recorded in the book of Deuteronomy, the Lord thy God is a consuming fire. We hear the reference to God as a fire throughout the Old and New Testament. John the Baptist said, One cometh after me whose shoes I am not worthy to unlatch. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. It is this baptism of the sacred fire that we seek. And we begin seeking it always in the within. When we meditate upon the sacred fire in the heart, we soon discover that this pulsating light which comes clearly to our consciousness accelerates to a vibration which reads as the color violet. Hence the term the violet flame. The violet flame has been seen by seers, by mystics, and by saints. It is the flame of the Holy Spirit and it is also the flame that is revealed 
in the Aquarian age. It is the seventh ray aspect of the Holy Spirit. The time for mankind's realization has come, and the Ascended Master Saint Germain is the one who sponsors the release of this flame. How does the soul get to God? The soul gets to God by the invocation of this flame, by meditation upon the flame, by bathing his consciousness in the flame, until he experiences that transmutation, that change of his energy and his consciousness that was always promised by the Hebrew prophets. The promise of forgiveness, the promise of making the sins white as wool, though they be as scarlet. The promise of the forgiveness of the Holy Spirit is our only way out of the level of non-alignment which the Buddha referred to as dukkha, or suffering. He taught us that all life is suffering. In other words, when we are out of alignment with the inner law of being, we suffer. That suffering is our sense of sin. We get back to that alignment by the power of God to erase sin. Whence comes this power? The Hindus call the Holy Spirit the destroyer, Shiva, the one who breaks down the misqualified energies or the misuses of life, which we have brought forth by our misuse of free will. For example, hatred is a misuse of free will. We have free will to qualify God's energy as love or as hatred. If we have qualified it as hatred, that energy rests with us. It remains with us as part of our consciousness until we transmute it by love. The power of the Holy Spirit to transmute hatred into love manifests to us by this dispensation of the violet flame. How do we invoke the violet flame? Well, we can give a simple mantra where we affirm the name of God, I am, and then declare that that I am is the violet flame right where we are. This is a mantra that I like to give to increase the manifestation of the violet flame in my aura. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. This little mantra becomes a meditation and a visualization that is anchored in the physical temple by the spoken word. Giving the word to our thoughts and our feelings through the throat chakra is the means whereby we gain a new dimension from our prayers, from our mental affirmations, because the throat chakra specifically applies to the bringing into the physical form of that which is in the mind and that which is in the heart. This is why when people begin to give these mantras, they experience an immediate acceleration of consciousness. The violet flame, then, is the first step on the path of initiation with the Ascended Masters, the first step of the point of the return of the soul to the spirit or to the I Am Presence. It is interesting to note that the first miracle which Jesus wrought in Cana of Galilee was at the wedding, the marriage feast. He turned the water into wine. This symbolizes the turning of the water of the human consciousness into the wine of the spirit. 
Interestingly, wine itself is a purple color or a violet color. And this gives the clue to those who are the mystics that Jesus was using this seventh ray aspect of the Holy Spirit. When Shakespeare wrote, The quality of mercy is not strained. It droppeth as the gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath. It is twice blessed, it blesseth him that gives and him that takes. He was putting in the mouth of Portia a key to the alchemy of this seventh age. The quality of mercy and the quality of forgiveness is the very power of alchemy that is in the violet flame. Mercy, then, is like a cosmic eraser. When we invoke the flame of mercy as the Holy Spirit, it actually erases the effects, the memory, and the cause of sin in our lives. To the Easterner, this would be the balancing of karma. The balancing of karma. Now, what is karma? Karma is simply cause-effect sequences that we have set up by free will. Jesus stated it, As a man soweth, that shall he also reap. If the violet flame is such a crucial part of the mystic's tradition and experience, why haven't we heard about it before? It seems to me that the Bible makes no reference to it, nor do any other scriptures that I'm familiar with, at least not directly. We remember the words, it is not lawful for a man to utter. Mm -hmm. Those words indicate that over the centuries... Jesus Christ, Gautama Buddha, and many spiritual teachers have taken certain disciples who were qualified aside to teach them the inner mysteries. Up until this century, it was not lawful for those disciples to utter their understanding of the violet flame because the use of the violet flame in general, in the open, on earth, was not allowed, and this is because of mankind's misuse of the law of forgiveness. To go and to petition God for forgiveness and to go out and repeat the same sin shows that mankind is still a child and not mature enough to understand that the energy of God is precious and that if God gives his forgiveness, we must go and sin no more. What's changed in the last hundred years? Well, every hundred years, the Lord God increases his consciousness his cosmos within us and within the evolutions of Earth. We see progress in the field of science, in civilization, in the social order. We are finding that there is also progress in religion. And therefore we believe in progressive revelation because our God is a God who is continually transcending himself. This is the nature of a transcendent God. His law remains the same yesterday, today, and forever. But our awareness of God constantly transcends itself. And this is why we need to keep an open heart for God to speak to us. And so in this age, as we enter the age of Aquarius, the dispensation is this gift of the Holy Spirit. You'll notice that this has its pattern in the world's religion. Never has there been such a surge of devotion to the Holy Spirit as there has been in this century. Even in the last 2,000 years, it is because the Holy Spirit is the sacred fire action that culminates in the individual revelation of the violet flame. It is time for the Holy Spirit. It is time for the Comforter. It's time for the violet flame. You're saying then the violet flame is the key to the unfolding of the new age? 
The violet flame is actually the flame of freedom. And unless mankind make use of this flame, they will find themselves so burdened by their own momentum of sin that they will see that mental disease, emotional disease, and physical disease will increase. As we find the fulfillment of Jesus' prophecy from the 24th chapter of, of Matthew, of that which will occur in the end of the age. The end of the age he was speaking of was the age of Pisces, the 2,000 year period of his dispensation. We are in the final hours of that age, and we see how wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and famine are upon the earth. It is the violet flame when invoked by Christians, Jews, Mohammedans will result in the balancing of those energies so that we will not have to pass through a period of intense cataclysm, but so that we can make the transition into the new dispensation without actually the loss of life and limb as, as the price. To what extent would the violet flame uh, have to be invoked before it could actually influence what's happening in one's life or what's happening in one's world? Beloved El Moria, who, as I mentioned, was St. Thomas More, gave to us the heart, head, and hand decrees for the invocation of the violet flame. These decrees take only ten minutes a day to give. They are mantras, they are fiats, they are meditations. All an individual has to do is to begin to decree just ten minutes a day, and he will realize the transformation of his life. So powerful is the Holy Spirit. Indeed, 10 minutes a day. I think we can all handle that. Yeah, yeah, while I'm combing my hair. Yeah, (laughs) we're polishing your skull. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for staying with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep, 
personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thanks. Welcome back. I'm Tom. I'm Jerry. I'm Sid. (laughs) We're all here. We all know our names. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. (laughs) We've been talking a lot about decrees, which we do commonly, um, but it might be useful to go back and just kind of dissect a decree. What are the components of of a decree? And done properly. So do you want well, to well I think let's start with the concept of the throat chakra, mm-hmm. you know, a center of light in our throat, so that when we speak, we're taking God's energy and we're qualifying that energy, however we're doing it, love, hate, you know, mm-hmm. sleepiness, I mean, whatever <laughs> quality we're sending forth. Okay, so we know there's power there. When Jesus called forth Lazarus, it was with a shout. So there's power in the word. We know that the, the, the Buddhists in Tibet use mantras all the time. The Hindus do. I mean, even in the Presbyterian Church, we gave responsive reading. You know? sure. yep. So there's yep. a universal recognition of the power of the throat. So when we give decrees, there are scientific formulas given to us by the Ascended Masters to maximize the invocation of light. So we, we approach this with reverence. It's the light of God. We honor the light of God. If you have a little... Uh, altar you can set up or a place in your home where you can be quiet and it's literally you know becoming devotional to god and as we become devotional we then use our throat chakra to invoke the light through these scientific formulas and so a decree always invokes the name of god it's not our human consciousness that's doing this it's the presence of god within our hearts that is a magnet to that light and again when we say i am god in me Mm -hmm. so a decree always begins with an introduction usually uh, mantras can be standalone by themselves, but a formal decree will invoke the presence of God, certain ascended masters, Jesus, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you want to, to bring forth. And then you give the body of the decree, which many times will repeat. And the reason we repeat it is because every time you repeat it, you're drawing forth more light. In other words, you know, why do I have to keep saying things? Isn't once enough? Well, once is wonderful, but as you repeat it, you're drawing forth more, forth more light. Because what we're trying to do is bring light from the heaven or etheric world into the physical plane because that's where it's needed right now. And it will only come if we invoke it. Because of free will, this light is not going to come unless we invoke it or God grants it because of some unselfish act and so forth. So that's the key to remember. This ain't going to happen if we don't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's why if we want change in our lives, we have to physically give the violet flame Take the time in our devotion, and it's not just repeating it over and over again. You know, I mean, let's put on a tape recorder and, and repeat. You know, it's through devotion and engendering love in our hearts as we give this that we get the tremendous power of the light we invoke. Now we can actually visualize fire coming from our hearts as we do these decrees, um, and I think also when a decree is done, we want to seal it. Right. Right. As, as a component of a decree, you want to basically wrap that energy in a package to send it off into cosmos well you want to make sure that it's properly used in other words when we invoke this light 
we don't want someone or a group of people to take this light and then misuse it because, you know, that doesn't help anybody, and it actually makes some karma there. Mm -hmm. So we always call for energy to be sealed and protected and only used according to God's holy will. And, and, you know, when I first found the teachings, I I liked the way it it, the the third portion there says, basically, I thank thee, and I accept this done right now with full power. Yeah, indeed. Um, Basically, that's a shortened version of it, but it's done right now. Mm -hmm. Right now, and, and by virtue of the power we wield, as co-creators with God, as you were saying earlier, God in me is. Yeah. There's another piece of this puzzle, too, and that is the personal call. When you make the invocation at the beginning and prior to actually doing the decree itself, you can make personal calls for yourself, for your family, your loved ones, the world conditions, whatever you see out there that you want to address the violet flame to or apply it to, you can do that right then. Yeah, you can be general because yeah. you can draw forth a light and say, God, use it. But it helps to be specific. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you've got a health problem or a family member or a difficulty or, you know, whatever it is that you have, it's very good to specifically name it. And the angels can apply the light to that situation, always according to God's will. You know, we might not, we have, might have in our mind how we want this problem to be resolved. But we always have to submit that to God's will because God is obviously has a much greater perspective. And so when we do that, we can trust that it will be for our highest good ultimately, whatever that energy, however that energy is used. Okay, so before we move on, then let's just kind of take that piece by piece. There is the invocation, mm-hmm. there are the personal calls, specific and general. There is the decree itself, repeated as many times as you choose, and then the sealing. Right, yeah. and and it's it's pretty it's a pretty simple formula. Yeah, and I, I want to emphasize here, this is done in, in in a sense of devotion and love. The more love we can put in these, the more powerful they are. It, it, you know, our minds wander sometimes. That happens to us. But they get refocused. And, for instance, you can look at a map. Put your hands over the map and say, St. Germain, please for the vital faith of the Middle East to, to protect the precious people of God that are in there from all harm, you know, and so forth. You can have a picture and send forth the light into that. You know, when I do the violet flame, visualization using your third eye or the power of imagination mm-hmm. is very powerful. I always visualize angels with flamethrowers yeah. around me. I that's think a good I, one. Some, some of my density is pretty hard stuff, and you need yeah, a flamethrower like to burn it up. <laughs> so like that's, that's a vis- and it's more fun to do it that way, that's too. That's great. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, if you want to experience an immediate acceleration of consciousness, here again is Elizabeth Clare Prophet giving a simple Vita Flame Decree demonstration. I think we have that queued up. Let's play it now. Let us give St. Germain's mantra that he has given to us that is so simple to remember, so easy to give in those moments when we are otherwise idling, waiting for the next thing to happen. You can even put off the ads on TV and give your violet flame mantras between segments of the news. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. That's the mantra. It's very simple. You can hear all your horses eager to go and give that mantra. You are affirming that God is where I am, and I am that God in manifestation, and God in me right now is manifesting the violet flame. I'm a being of violet fire. That means it's the nature of my being. I'm a ray of God of the seventh ray. I am saturated with a violet light. My aura is expanding to include my entire household, my family, my community, my state, nation, and planet. I am seeing the violet flame penetrate the ocean, transmuting the oil spills. I am seeing the detoxification of the environment of all toxic waste 
All substance that is harmful to life, I know the violet flame in concentration can transmute all of this. I am seeing the purification of the air and the water, the uses of the atoms, of all animal life who are burdened by man's misuses of the synthetically produced chemicals, etc. I am seeing the violet flame heal, the rent in the ozone layer. I am seeing the violet flame saturate everywhere and bring the ecosystem back into alignment. I call to the nature spirits of fire, air, water, and earth as I affirm that where I am, God is, that God is everywhere in the heart of the earth and on the earth, and I go with God with a violet flame as the extension of himself in form, now letting the violet flame flow through my heart and all of my chakras as directed rays of concentrated light for world transmutation. Together. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. And there you go, a little demonstration. Feels a little different in here now, doesn't it? I've got to return to my seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting because, you know, it starts slow, and then there's a middle sort uh-huh. of a speed, and then there's a, an, an, it accelerates, and so there's different ways of doing it. And, you know, it's, it, it almost has a fiat sort of a feel to Very it. Very much so. It's not done like uh, mealy mouth, you know. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires, and, which, and, which, which, not- which would work, yes. but... You want to put some power to it. Yeah, there's the devotional style, right? which is okay, as you say, but then there's the fiery style. Right. This is the flamethrower, as Sid would probably use that analogy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For those that need extra help. You know, I thought it was interesting. Mrs. Prophet mentioned about elemental life, you know, mm-hmm. which we think of as the pollution on the planet. One of the uses, for instance, when the Fukushima reactor in Japan, yeah, great example. when it, uh, whatever it did, and released <laughs> all this radiation, we made intense calls. In fact, if you go to YouTube, you can find a specific violet flame call for that on Fukushima. Including visualization. Including with pictures and yeah. so forth. For the violet flame to transmute that radioactivity to reduce it, you know, and its impact on the environment. This wow. is a powerful tool if we'll oh, use it. Oh, my. Well, and as you say, it can be used anywhere. Yeah. You see a situation in the earth or you see a situation in your family. 
apply the vital flame. It's a laser-like tool. It's not a blunt force instrument. (laughs) When we come back from the break, there's two things I want to share with. One is how you can try the violet flame in your life in a very difficult situation, see what happens. And two, again, I want to get back to that story of the violet planet. Indeed. I think uh, for our listeners, uh, did you know there is actually a violet planet? If you'd like to know more about that violet planet, (laughs) stay with us, because after the short break, we'll return and we'll talk about it. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, Go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thank you all for staying with us on The Open Door. Today we're talking about the violet flame, the saint's secret technique for eradicating negative karma. And we do say secret because most of us didn't hear about this in school. Right, right. (laughs) This came from somewhere else. Now, if you'd like to have a free book, um, we are going to give you a special offer, Terry. Well, it's a free Violet Flame ebook. Oh, good. Okay. So, what we'd like to do is give you a free Violet Flame ebook. There's no obligation, there's no strings attached. It's simply our gift to you and to your soul. Yep. So, the ebook is titled Violet Flame to Heal Body, Mind, and Soul. And here's where you can get it tsl.org forward slash Violet Flame book and no spaces. Yep. Again, that's tsl.org forward slash Violet Flame Book. And we'll mention this again uh, before the end of the show. We'll do it right before the end. Before we say goodbye, we'll mention this link one more time. But now we promise to talk about the Violet Planet. <laughs> well, it didn't always used to be called the Violet Planet. Interestingly enough, it's actually a sister planet to the Earth, and I'm not sure what part of the solar system it's in, but we're very closely tied to it. Well, we are taught that on the Violet Planet, it was destined to be the Violet Planet, but it wasn't the Violet Planet. <laughs> and in fact, we're told that the situation on this planet was worse than what we're experiencing on planet Earth today, if you can imagine that. That's oh how bad it gosh. was. And a small group of souls, and we're not told how many, but it was very small, started to give the Violet Flame. And this grew and grew until literally it transformed the entire planet. And not only did it eradicate evil on this planet, but it, it sort of ascended, if you will. A planet can ascend, too, mm-hmm. to the level uh, of the violet flame. 
and so it's known as the violet planet. Now, what's so key about this for us is, number one, is given our condition on Earth, we'd like <laughs> to have some hope, you know. Yes. We have hope. Yes. If people will use the violet flame, Earth is destined to be called Freedom Star. Obviously, we're not there yet, but we're working on it. And as we invoke the violet flame, it doesn't take, you know, three billion people to do this. We don't know what the number is, but you as an individual count tremendously because of the multiplication of these calls by the dispensations we mentioned earlier and great numbers. You can be more powerful than 100 million people got in you through these calls. And then as more people give this and give them together, we can start to tip the scales of the karma on this planet and the balance between light and darkness, good and evil. So if, if we need a purpose in our life, you know, this, this is the purpose. You know, people that we just recently had a celebrity take their own life through suicide. Oh, yeah. You don't understand. If, obviously, people that do that don't understand the power and purpose of their lives, mm-hmm. no matter how tough it is. And we know people go through tough times. There is a reason for living. It's the invocation of light. It's drawing forth God to change ourselves personally and on a planetary scale. Now, I wanted, if I may, just add one more thing here. It's great to talk about the violet planet, Earth being freedom star, but what about me? You know, <laughs> you know, all of us, it seems like we have those certain relationships that never seem to go smoothly. You know, there's, <laughs> it's like we're, we're bumping heads, you know, literally yeah. and figuratively. And so if you have a situation in your life, and I think almost all of us do, where there's a person that, and you don't even know why necessarily, there may be some outer reasons, but they probably go much deeper karmically why there's this difficulty with this person, whether it's getting along, whether it's at work, whatever it is, without saying anything to them, try invoking the violet flame through this mantra or other mantras you can study into your relationship. You know, you have to be forgiving, but call for the transportation of any karma you have with this person. It could be someone in your family. And very often, you know, we have a lot of karma with family members. Mm -hmm. Don't say anything to them about this, but try this for a period of time, a few weeks or whatever. And see what happens. See if there's a softening. See if the rough edges are smoothed over. See if there's a difference. If forgiveness from your part and invoking the violet flame can change us. And for some of us, this has been going on for years and years and years and probably lifetimes. Why not try it? What have you got to lose? Well, you know, we know the lack of forgiveness is the root of many diseases. Yeah. This is something that's not just on the surface, but deep, deep within our psychology and our souls, there's a place where we perhaps have not forgiven ourselves, much less anybody else more reason for the violet flame and you know it's always a two-way street but if that person doesn't respond you can still do this work on the inner levels and even if they don't respond ultimately you are transmuting the karma you have this from this person yeah. and therefore you're becoming freed from that karma did, did you That's, ever try that with a specific uh, uh, person or a situation and, well, and see very often especially at work and so forth yeah. and years and it, it did make a difference you know things outplayed themselves yeah but it changed the energy it changed the situation. Remember, if we don't do anything, it's going to be what it is, right. <laughs> good or bad. But when you invoke light, it changes the dynamic of the entire situation. Yeah. It changes it. Was there a hierarch or an ascended master who was the um, leader, the ruler of the Vita planet? Well, Omritas is his name. and uh, Probably not somebody everybody's heard of. <laughs> no, no, but it's, uh, if, if it's a brand new word, why get to know Omritas? Well, it's know? a cosmic being, and he actually comes to Earth frequently, I think at least once a month, and once a month, yeah. brings a momentum of the violet flame. Because Earth and the violet planet are tied together, mm-hmm. it's in their interest that the Earth go forward, not only out of love, but we're tied karmically together, and so they want to help us as much as possible. But again, we can have millions and billions of angels and ascended masters and cosmic beings ready to do anything to help the earth. But if we don't do our part 
they can't intercede by cosmic law. And that was a dispensation, right? That, Indeed. That, that uh, Omritas would come one, yeah. day, uh, one day a month. And, For the uh, amplification of our violet flame of our calls. calls. It's a third yeah. of the month. But I, I just want to emphasize here how, how you know, the ball's in our court, so yes. to speak. It's what we do that will determine the future of planet Earth. It's not God waving his hand and saying everything's going to be fine. Because of free will... We must take accountability for our personal lives and for the planet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's sobering at a certain level. But you know what? It's liberating, too. We can do something about our personal karma and the planetary karma. You know, we can't watch the news but just be tragically moved and, and by the, deeply moved by the tragedies we see. What do we do, God? Do we turn off the TV and go play a video game? Or do we invoke the light of God that will make a difference in that equation and situation? It's a high and holy calling, and it's our key to going home to God. You know, I, I think you just said it, it is a high and holy and joyful yeah. calling. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's the, there's a reason why uh, darkness is so intense on the planet right now. I mean, we've got cycles. We've got 26,800 years. We've got maybe 2,000 years, however you want to think of it. So, and there's a reason why the dispensation was given for the violet flame at exactly. this time. So as this darkness increases, see, this is light at the end of the tunnel, if you'll, if you'll pardon the expression, because <laughs> I like that we, expression. Can, we can see that. <laughs> there's light at the end of the tunnel. We're destined to become freedom star. We have the violet flame now by a cosmic dispensation. The darkness has accelerated to such a place where certain darkness is going to be taken. Certain fallen angels, and we've talked about fallen angels before, uh, their time is up. And so now is the hour. Now is the hour. And now is the hour personally as well, because when you recognize within yourself uh, an addictive propensity, or um, you maybe go to anger or rage or even just mild dislike and impatience, there are forces working on you that vampirize your light when you do that. So you can mitigate those as well by doing the vital flame. And it's okay. This is enlightened self-interest. While you're praying for the planet, it's okay to pray for yourself. That is not a selfishness that is... First person you save has to be yourself. Yeah, you start there. Yeah. So, you know, it's something that in our case, and in the case of those that, that follow the teachings that we follow, this is a daily practice. And we do this in varying lengths of time. We do it while we're driving. We do it in the shower. We can do it singing as well as speaking, fast, slow, loud, you know, all kinds of ways to do it. We do it every day. I am the violin. <laughs> I had to do that. Yeah, you had to. <laughs> yeah. You Some just... of us don't sing. We don't want to make more karma. <laughs> but you can sing. Okay. You know. <laughs> no, I, I think it goes back to, you know, I, I am awake. This is what Gautama Buddha said. I am awake. I am not going to allow myself to be so covered over and so inundated with weight and karma and, and dense food and dense music, dense, you know, videos and games and so forth so i become you know immune to the presence of god or i become dense to feel the presence of god in my life and when we invoke this light through the violet flame you're clearing the debris Mm -hmm. you know it's the cosmic eraser as mrs prophet said if you want to feel a sense of freedom in your being you want to feel alive like you've never felt before this is what the violet flame does yeah it's free And, and and it's it's so liberating you know so many people have become dead to their spiritual senses i said through diet through music the way they live and not paying attention to God. Mm-hmm. I'm too busy, you know. Well, take the time and your life will be transformed if you choose it. But mm-hmm. it's your choice. It's my choice, Tom's choice, Terry's choice. It's free will. We can use it because God has given it to us. And I believe in enlightened self-interest 
and I want that light. I want God's will in my life. And, you know, I want to go home to God and, and, and all the blessings and fullness that are there. Well, and, and the, the, the key step in that path is awakening to the light within you. You're awakening to the power of God. We talk about it so many times, but you are a co-creator with God. We all are. And the energy that we use to create, to think, to see, to do our motives, it's all animated by God's energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, start somewhere. Do something. No, even if it's two minutes a day. But start somewhere to see if you can see change in your life. Because without change, we're not going to keep going. I mean, why would we do it? But when you start to experience this, you say, whoa, there's something here. I want it. Indeed. And, and we invite you right now to download that book that we've talked about, The Vital Flame to Heal Body, Mind, and Soul. Terry, can you give us that link again? Okay. That's tsl.org forward slash violet flame book. Yeah. TSL.org forward slash Violet Flame Book, no spaces, and you'll get it. Yeah, you'll just download it. Um, just, you know, download it to an email address, whatever, but use it. It's a pocket guide. It's not very big. You know, it's not big. You can get through it probably in an afternoon, but it'll give you techniques to dispel fear and doubt. It'll give you techniques to address planetary issues as well as personal issues. It's the Violet Transmuting, Transcending, Forgiving, Merciful Flame. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, and write to us at web, web radio at yeah. tsl.org, yeah. web radio at tsl.org. We love you out there. We do. And if you want to know more about the head, heart, and hand decrees, which you heard about, we can give you a resource for those as well. So anyway, thank you very much for being with us again today as we've talked about the Violet Flame, one of our favorite Joyfully flavored, favorite <laughs> topics. Yeah, I get rented lips. <laughs> anyway, thanks for being with us. We hope you will join us again on the open door. And remember, though the upper path may be difficult, the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. Thanks, everyone. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.